Welcome to the first 2023 episode of the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa. And today, we're a couple of weeks into the new year as I'm recording this episode. And I want to talk about New Year, New You. Is it overrated? And what is the one New Year resolution that can unlock all of the others? I'm going to share what the research and science shows. So if you've ever struggled with New Year's resolutions and you find that by mid to end of January, they're all ancient history, this is the episode for you. The Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast is brought to you with love from Claire Yosa. It is bite-sized inspiration for becoming the real you. Practical, science-based, research-backed, with a generous dollop of humor, and what we call woo power, engineer-approved, of course, if you already know Claire. This is to help you to lead with courage, confidence, and passion, having the impact your ideas and dreams deserve, with less effort, and definitely without the fear. As a brilliant first step, if you're new to the podcast, make sure you have hit subscribe so you catch every episode and take Claire's free research-backed quiz-style assessment to get your imposter syndrome score and a personalized action plan as her gift so you can start turning things around today. Go to ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash quiz and in the next three minutes you'll get your score, your action plan and be ready to start waving goodbye to imposter syndrome once and for all. So we've all been there. We take on 20 New Year's resolutions and we beat ourselves up when we don't achieve them. And usually by the end of January, people aren't talking about them anymore. Unless there they are. They're the super smug types who've achieved every single one. It might be that we want to lose weight or get fit or read that pile of books or learn a foreign language. And according to my research study into imposter syndrome, one of the core things that people want to achieve that they set as a New Year's resolution, for example, is getting a promotion or a pay rise. Or maybe they want to leave a toxic job or maybe they want to get certified in their profession so that they can step up to lead and make a difference and have impact at the next level. And we all know how it goes. (laughs) By the end of January... We've kind of given up on those habits. We tried hard. Our intentions were there. We wanted to be able to achieve them. They were important to us. But what went wrong? So firstly, I want to look at this whole new year, new you thing. We can put ourselves under a huge amount of pressure to make massive change on the 1st of January. And if by the 31st it's gone out the window, we can wait another year before we take action to make change. We use all of that new year, new you energy to get us to make that start. But when we don't get over the line, we give up. So one of the things I talk about, one of my books, The 28-Day Meditation Challenge, and in my course, Meditation Made Easy, I took a, talk about how inspiration gives us the idea. Motivation gets us started, but it's routine and habit that actually create the change. And that is the hardest bit. So inspiration, that's the new year, new you stuff. We know January the 1st is coming. Motivation, you see everybody else you know on social media, on chat apps, saying, oh, what are your resolutions? What are you going to do? Let's do it together. But then we don't create the habit. It's hard to create the routine. So I want to talk to you about three secret reasons why New Year's resolutions don't stick and they're not your fault okay and what you can do about them and then we'll talk about the one new year resolution that can unlock all of the others 
So three secret reasons when you use resolutions don't stick. The first one is something I call shoulditis. Yeah, I should, I have to, I must, I ought. So here's a question for you to unlock that. Are your New Year's resolutions really yours? I know that sounds crazy, yeah? Are they really yours? Do you really want to do them, whatever it is you've chosen? Or are they something you feel you should do? Someone's told you you should. Somebody else you know is doing it. You think, oh, I ought to do that too. So here's the thing. When we're running shoulditis, we've given away our personal power. When we talk about what we should do, we have to do, we must do, there's an inner resistance and an inner conflict. And this can be a really fantastic warning sign that you haven't really bought into that change. I remember years ago when I first started out with executive coaching, I was coaching the managing director of a really, really big international research company. And the coaching was going incredibly well. We'd had brilliant results. And as we were drawing our program to an end, this woman said to me, can, can you see my husband? Yeah, can he come and see you? Can you help him? And my immediate reaction was, well, yeah, great, of course. But my second reaction is, does he actually want to? She wanted me to persuade him to change. And the change won't happen until the person making the change has really bought into it. So if you're running shoulditis over your New Year's resolutions, I ought to lose weight, I should give up alcohol, whatever it is, it means that you've got a much harder task. What can you do instead? I choose to. I choose to. Whatever it is you want to achieve. That is reclaiming your personal power. At some point in the future, I'm going to do a huge episode just on shouditis. And we're going to talk about the energy behind it. And we're going to do a bit of some of the ancient wisdom demystified to explain it all. But for now, is that New Year's resolution really yours? And if it is, then you're like, yeah, okay, do you want this? Stop the I should, I have to, I must, I ought. And instead, I choose to. Bring that into your self-talk and feel the shift. So the second secret reason why New Year's resolutions don't stick, why they don't work, is we are trying to change all the things at once. We take on 17 things that we want to change. Our brain, creature of habit, there's this thing called neural pathways in your brain. The synapses in your brain wire together. They create thought and behavioral habits. When you want to change them, if you're trying to change 27 of them at once, you're going to find it incredibly hard. Your brain is going to get confused. It's going to go into the fight, flight, freeze response and say, Clat, you are having a laugh. We're not going to do any of these. So when I teach, for example, in my imposter syndrome bootcamp program and on the Natural Resilience Method app, we talk about the power of do one thing. It's one of my favorite hashtags when I'm working with clients. Do one thing. The human brain is brilliant at multitasking, but it's also rubbish at it. It is not what we're designed to do. If you are multitasking with your resolutions, with your goals, with your objectives, what it is you want to create, and you're trying to do lots of things at once, you're going to end up overwhelmed, exhausted, confused, stressed, and heading towards burnout. If you do one thing, make one change, celebrate that, and then you do one thing, make the next change. Celebrate that. You're creating one new habit at a time. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but that will actually get you results more quickly, more easily, and more effectively than trying to change everything at once. 
So if your New Year's resolutions have already fallen off the table, you're in great company. Most of the planet is there. Pick your do one thing. Do that one thing and then pick the next one and watch how much easier it is. I've got a bonus one I want to sneak in here because I'm actually doing a whole podcast episode on this one next week, okay? So the third reason, kind of reason bonus two, that change doesn't stick when you use resolutions don't stick is we haven't really made the decision to change. We haven't really said, actually, I'm really going to do this. It's still a maybe. So come back next week. Make sure you have subscribed to Ditching Imposter Syndrome wherever you love to get your podcasts. It's out each Wednesday. My gift to you. And the episode next week is the fascinating truth about how long it really takes to change a habit, plus how my favorite Italian word can transform your life in an instant. So I'm going to leave that one there. Come back next week for that episode. If you're catching today in the archives, that'll be episode 27. And then the third secret reason why New Year's resolutions don't stick is when we make a change in the form of a New Year's resolution, it's about changing something we do. But the problem is our actions are very much at the surface. They're at the symptom level. So if we're looking at cause and effect, they're the effect. There's stuff running deeper below the surface that's actually driving those behaviors, that's driving those actions. So for example, if we're making unhealthy food choices, if we're doom scrolling on social media, that is a surface level action at effect. It's meeting a deeper need. It's driven by stuff below the surface our thoughts, our beliefs, what's important to us and our sense of who we really are. And this is actually the core problem. New Year's resolutions are all about changing habits, our service level actions, the symptoms, the effect, governed by stuff that's much deeper. And unless we change the deeper stuff too, then what happens is we have to use willpower to try and address the fact we've created an inner conflict. So if you ask yourself the question about your resolutions, am I the kind of person who achieves this? Say you want to learn a foreign language. Am I the kind of person who can learn a foreign language? If the answer to that is no, but your resolution is to learn a foreign language, you're setting yourself up for a really hard ride. Am I the kind of person who's going to get that promotion? Yes. Great. No. Okay, there's deeper work to do. And what is the biggest reason why we don't feel like the kind of person that achieves that goal or succeeds in those resolutions? Okay, spoiler alert, we're on the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast. The reason I want to talk about this today is it's imposter syndrome. One of the ways I define imposter syndrome is by talking about the imposter syndrome gap. It's that gap between who we see ourselves as being and who we think we need to be to do or achieve something. And because we don't always have the choice to run, we build over the gap what I call the bridge of coping strategies. All the wonderful, weird, crazy, fantastic things that we do to be able to succeed despite imposter syndrome. So if you're running imposter syndrome and it's context dependent, you can run it for some things and not for others. If you're running imposter syndrome in the context of what your New Year's resolution or goal is, you're either going to have to build a brilliant bridge of coping strategies or you're going to end up self-sabotaging in order to feel safe. So to achieve that resolution, looking at what's actually at cause, what's driving the behavior we want to change, we need to close the imposter syndrome gap. It's not about what we do. It's about who we allow ourselves to become. 
And I just want to briefly interrupt this episode to let you know, if you're finding this useful, make sure you're inside the Imposter Syndrome Hacks app. The March 2024 topic we're doing as our monthly hack is escaping the stress cycle. It's all about how to feel like you've got a magic wand to press pause on stress and negative self-talk in under 60 seconds. And the April 2024 monthly hack theme is what I call my 60-second courage creator. How to get past the flinch factor without risking burnout or pushing on through the fear. To get these, if you're already a Courage Club member, just pop into your Imposter Syndrome Hacks app, click on the Courses tab, and you will see the monthly hacks training. If you're new to that app, then go to impostorsyndromehacks.com and you can get a 30-day free trial and a special reduced rate as a founder member. Just go to impostorsyndromehacks.com, register, and you can be starting with this month's hack for imposter syndrome, preventing burnout, shrinking your stress levels, and cranking up your confidence in the next five minutes. So if we're looking at this from the point of view of New Year's resolutions, ditching imposter syndrome is like the one resolution to unlock them all. I remember a few years ago when I first published Ditching Imposter Syndrome, the book, by the way, if you've been waiting for the audiobook, it's on its way. It's going to be with you really soon. Okay. <laughs> so make sure you're subscribed to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts so that you can be one of the first to find out. One of my first ever readers left a review on Amazon. Lawrence, an incredible guy. He said, it's one of the best self-help books I've ever read. It helped me tie together the Miracle Morning, Atomic Habits, Getting Things Done, and the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by helping me to become who I need to be to really make the use of those books. Now, that review blew me away, and I actually had the honor of meeting him, meeting Lawrence, at a conference not long after this. And after the massive bear hug, because that was back in the days where people could still hug, and maybe we'll get there again. After the hug, he just said it was like he'd been trying to use all of those incredible books to make a difference, to have more impact, to change his life. But it wasn't really working. Everything felt like hard work. Everything felt out of alignment. Everything felt like pushing and forcing. And then when he used ditching imposter syndrome to clear out his imposter syndrome, he closed that imposter syndrome gap. He'd cleared out the stuff that meant he allowed himself to become the version of him that could achieve those goals. He allowed himself to become the person for whom the miracle morning atomic habits, getting things done, seven habits of highly effective people really worked. And it skyrocketed the results he got applying the strategies from those books Two. So this is why I talk about imposter syndrome as being the one New Year's resolution that can unblock them all if your resolution is to finally clear out imposter syndrome. No more coping strategies, no more sticking plasters, no more handling it, dealing with it, really setting yourself free from it. So I've got some actions for you today. So you pick one if you do one thing, okay? Take the scorecard. Find out your imposter syndrome score and get a personalized action plan so you can start making a difference and clearing out imposter syndrome by the end of the day today. You can find the link to go straight to the scorecard in the show notes. If you're listening to this on your phone, 
Just scroll through the show notes, find the link that says imposter syndrome scorecard. If you're listening on my website, it will be in the resources below this audio. The next thing is if you've got it, go and read Ditching Imposter Syndrome. <laughs> or get on the waiting list for the audiobook. If you're listening to this podcast episode when it first comes out, link in the show notes. Or if the audiobook's already out, go and listen to it and join the Reader's Vault. I am there to support you. You get additional resources, you get audios, you get videos, you get an email course to help you with accountability and to keep you on track. And if you've got a little bit of spare money, you can upgrade to go VIP, where you get to go beyond ditching imposter syndrome that turns your book into a fully interactive, supported online course for lifelong transformation. And if you want to fast track this, and you've decided that this is the year you're really going to clear imposter syndrome. You are going to close that imposter syndrome gap. You're going to allow yourself to become the version of you that has the impact your ideas and dreams deserve. There's a fast track option called the Imposter Syndrome Bootcamp, where you can work with one of my certified coaches and with me to create life-changing breakthroughs in just the next six weeks. So if that's something that you're thinking, yep, I really mean it this time, dive in. Details of how to talk to us about that and apply are in the show notes. So, in summary, the three reasons why New Year's resolutions don't stick. Should itis? Are they really yours? Try to change everything at once. The power of do one thing. Bonus one, you haven't really made the decision. Come back next week for episode 27. And number three is you're stuck in doing and not being. And I'd love to hear from you on this. There is a link in the show notes to where we're talking about this episode over on LinkedIn. So go and click that and join in the conversation. What have your New Year's resolutions been this year? And how different might it feel achieving them? How different would that experience be? How much easier might it be if you focused on allowing yourself to become the version of you that achieves that resolution? How much easier and more fun might that be? Because it's a magic that happens when we focus on being instead of doing. When we allow ourselves to shift from looking at our external actions at the surface level to who I'm allowing myself to be, when you allow yourself to become the version of you that has learned that language, lost the weight, eaten healthily, got the promotion, got the pay rise, it's like the universe lines up to support us. It is like we suddenly know the actions that we need to take. That inner conflict that comes from Acting differently on the outside to how we're feeling on the inside disappears and we no longer have to put those immense amounts of energy into the bridge of coping strategies. So make sure you join in the discussion, come and find me on LinkedIn, click the link in the show notes and I'd love to hear from you on New Year's resolutions. I hope that's been useful for you today. Is New Year, New You overrated? And what is the one New Year resolution that can unlock all of the others and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that next week you can find out the fascinating truth about how long it really takes to change a habit and plus how my favourite Italian word can transform your life in an instant. I hope you have loved today's episode of the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast. If you are serious about setting yourself free from the fear of feeling like a fraud and being found out once and for all, I would love to share the Ditching Imposter Syndrome transformation toolkit with you. It's based on the audiobook, but with so much more, and it helps you to make that vital difference between information and implementation, fast-tracking your breakthroughs so you get low effort, high impact change. Find out more and get started today 
at ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash toolkit. <laughs>